From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, May 30th. Show number 85? Six. Holy cow. 14 away from 100. Time goes fast when you're having fun, Scott. Doesn't it? Jeez. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio on a Thursday night where there's supposed to be some racing, but uh, uh, just in before we came on, Mansfield has canceled uh, the Thursday night portion of the Sprint Car World Championships. So Yeah, and they've still got couple to go yeah friday saturday we'll talk more about that a little bit later uh in the studio with us tonight sportsman uh, racer brandon gregory somebody lit a fire under that guy this year yeah. <laughs> he's undefeated this year i i got nothing for that <laughs> like i say he just wow so we'll talk to uh him coming up uh here a little bit uh later we are of course live on facebook live on uh, youtube live and uh periscope and twitter Again, and uh, we're a little wider this week. Still a little squished, but a little wider, and I look a little blurry, apparently. Excuse me? My uh, camera's off, but, yeah. Who's, who are you telling is looking wider? We're getting new cameras eventually, so. Really? Yeah. They're, they're see, in the works. They're see, in the budget. It's either that or we'll grab another studio, because I understand oh. there's. Well, this will have the best and latest cameras uh, eventually. Well, uh, this was the first original studio, and they right. modeled the other ones with better cameras after this. Right, one, but. As, as well, we should have yeah. the best cameras because because this is the Ron Miller race car studio. Well, <laughs> look who we're dealing oh, with, man. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Make sure to like us uh, on uh, Facebook. Follow us on our new Twitter at Hammer Reports is our Twitter handle. Um, and of course, uh, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform especially if it's iheart uh, radio because we get the most credit for that so if, if you're unsure you're, you're wavering you're not sure which uh, platform to go with try out uh, iheart radio just type in hammer down race report and you can uh, listen to us there download us listen to us in your car bluetooth us from your phone while you're listening but they don't get to watch our beautiful faces well you know maybe they miss something after the live broadcast uh, make sure to call Ron Miller Race Cars up there in Lambertville, Michigan, because uh, without uh, a lot of racing going on recent weeks, he's uh, starting to get caught up on things. Boy, we are, Scott. I'm telling you, we, we've got to get some races in. Uh, give him a call, 734-856-7223. He's got all kinds of stuff, not just uh, advice and uh, labor. Yeah. But you have parts. And tires. And tires. That's right. That's kind of a part. Sort of. It's a part of a car. If you didn't have it, you're not going to race real well. Okay. All right. Uh, My again, first car had stone wheels. Really? I believe that. Did you, were your feet like on the ground too? Bite me, Scott. Some Flintstone action there. <laughs> were, you, were you yelling, Wilma? Is you rounded turn Wilma, one? Wilma! Barney! <laughs> Seven three, Barney's my cat. 734-567-223. I don't even know where to go from there. Don't. Um, Hammer down uh, racing report dirty thirty coming up. Uh, I, Chris says we're four months out. You say we're five months out. October third is the uh, the right. official date, and that's going to be at Sandusky Speedway. It's a Thursday night. If you haven't heard us talking about it yet, uh, it's going to be uh, an interesting event that I guess Chris Mize out there at Sandusky Speedway has done down in Georgia, and it's uh, it's got a lot of a lot of attention uh, racing dirt cars on the asphalt. What do you think, Brandon? 
Um, I think they're going to have to uh, you, you, you take, will be, some, take you, some bite out of it. <laughs> you will be absolutely welcome to bring your car. I, you it's in the question book. We'll have to take a look at it. Problem is, is putting them big tires where the small tires go. They don't like that. Well, it's the end of the season. Just make some room. It'll be fine. You'll have to cut some wheel wells out, make her fit. There you go. You'll have all winter to take care of it so you'll be in good shape sounds good if you make it till october 3rd with a virgin body on your race car <laughs> i'll build you a new body we'll be having a good season oh, that's absolutely what we'll, <laughs> well and as long as you keep staying out front and making everybody chase you you're that's about probably. the the cleanest it's ever looked after a first night even the spoiler don't have rock dings in it it was it was clean We'll have to mess that up. Well, if Mother Nature cooperates ever. Uh, we're going to have a 30-lap UMP dirt late model feature on the asphalt at Sandusky at the uh, Hammerdown Racing Report Dirty 30. Uh, also, uh, support divisions will include the Fremont Trucks and Oakshade Bombers in a combined class. Bombers, though, uh, have to be two-barrel for right. the car barrel, or for the carburetor. Uh, and also uh, front-wheel drive cars. We'll have uh, asphalt versus the, uh, the dirt, dirt cars. cars. Yeah. yeah. So the asphalt guys can still play. If you got a front-wheel drive car, bring that out. Race with the dirt uh, front-wheel drive cars, and that'll be uh, the third class. So those three classes, and um, that's about all we have at the moment. Again, it's October 3rd. We don't have times. Uh, they're still working on the purse, putting sponsors together. I think they're trying to get that nail salon still down the street. Right. Sandusky and, as a sponsor. Uh, I, I think our... Uh, We'll be doing a, a live broadcast from there as well that right, Thursday night. Right. I, I think our sign-ups will go up a lot um, once a purse is posted. And, and trust me, I, I'm expecting uh, the guys from Sandusky Speedway to uh, step right up and, and make it worthwhile. Yeah, and if uh, you want to join the list here of uh, folks that have already pre-registered, no cost to pre-register, no commitment. It just it means you're interested in, in showing up, you know. And, and we would certainly like to have your name so that we can advertise promote, yeah. it, promote it. There you it. go, yeah. If you want to be on that list, uh, you can get to that link either by going to SanduskySpeedway.com slash Dirty30. That's Dirty30. Uh, I also have it uh, pinned on our Facebook page and on hammerdownracingreport.com there's a link there so there's a lot of ways to get to that registration form it's a little form take you two minutes to fill out and you can join the likes of kurt dickey scott robertson steve miller dylan burt that guy right there ron miller uh cory mccoy jimmy ward jr yep although i don't think he's filled his out yet probably not yeah, but he, I, I know you penciled him in yeah uh, myself is, is my kid on there yet yeah I did. okay steve miller right there okay good so <laughs> So you want to get on that list, that's how you do that. Uh, Sandusky's no, no, for, the late, for the late model days. guys, um, we've done everything we can with the rules to keep it so you don't have to spend a lot of money. It's not like you're going to have to buy a set of pavement tires that you're going to use once and throw away. Uh, it's LM tire rules, uh, 20s, 30s, 40s, or the American Racer MD56. Um, and, and I know from past experience that uh, uh, LM 30s and 40s, uh, on the right side uh, should be just fine. We have run uh, races. You've got a lot of laps there, so somebody needs to come out and beat Ron, other than his son Steve, who yeah, has already we, done that. But we've already we've always done that with uh, with the big sideboard car, and and this will be just regular well, late models. Different. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, not yeah. an outlaw show. It's right. a UMP it's, late model rules. UMP late model rules. Um, you know, tame the car down just a little bit, and uh, come have fun, and uh, probably make some money. Sure, if you win. Or run second or third or fourth. Okay. (laughs) 
So that's uh, your Hammer Down Racing Report Dirty 30 roll call for this week. Again, if you want to get uh, on that, get yourself uh, or go fill out that form, I should say. Right. So, uh, 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 so uh, last week we had some racing action that did not happen again. Uh, among the tracks that uh, were not just rained out, I'm going to say I've added soaked out because the ground has just been so saturated. We are in the Black Swamp area here in northwest Ohio. And it's trying and to reclaim its, yes, it's, coming its back. territory. Yes, now everywhere is a Black Swamp. Well, I guess when you get like 100 inches of rain or that's Ryan Weekman said 100 inches, you know, give or take 99. Yeah, but, per day. Yeah, per day, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Oakshade, Limelands, and Dusky ended up uh, canceling. Fremont uh, was rained out on Saturday. They did get uh, most of their Sunday show in there with the All Stars. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Eldora was supposed to have the uh, what was it the Johnny Appleseed Classic, right? And uh, canceled that because of the rain. So Bill says it's raining very hard in Temperance right now. Oh, I'll bet it is. Did I, you? Uh, I, I beat did you close the, your windows. Oh yeah, I beat okay. those clouds when we when we left. Uh, beautiful downtown Lambertville. I was going to say, it's like clear blue skies downtown Toledo right yeah, now. It's, Speaking it's, of downtown Toledo, how about those Toledo walleye? I was going to ask you. You know, I you got were, the shirt you, on tonight. Yeah. Got the free shirt from uh, the game last night. That was really? incredible. Yeah. Super uh, loud crowd. I understand that it was really, really noisy. Yes. Yes. It was probably um, uh, louder than the uh, start of the late model feature at Oakshade. Just I, with uh, people. I, I understand that uh, the. Uh, the growlers were complaining that it was distracting them, and, and they were having a hard time with all the noise. I couldn't well, hear them if one, they were. One of the TV stations was was. Did they say that? And, yeah. And, uh, oh, darn. Uh, That's too bad. I, I, I'm sure we're expecting the, the same kind of crowd yeah. uh, both Friday and Saturday. So Two more nights of hockey in Toledo before the season's over for, well, at least for the Huntington Center. Right. Because uh, two more home games. And they're guaranteed to happen now that uh, Toledo won last night. And now trails one to two of the best of seven series. Right. So they could uh, go back to Newfoundland with a uh, three-two advantage three, two, yeah. if yeah. they win tomorrow. And uh, and that means Saturday, all they've got you know. to do is win half of their games. So if uh, the races do happen to get rained out Saturday or Friday, maybe you support uh, the Toledo Walleye there. Yes, it's pretty exciting stuff. They had the biggest crowd I guess uh, they've ever had at the Huntington Center for a hockey game last night. How was? Uh the performance uh, at, at Huntington Center, or at uh, Fifth Third Field, I'm sorry, on the big screen. Uh, it, was, uh, it was pretty fun. When, uh, yeah, for the away game, I went right. there for uh, Sunday. Yeah, and I knew uh, that. Yeah, it, was, uh, it wasn't too bad. We were in a covered area. It rained, so everybody was under areas that were a little protected, but uh, th- that screen's pretty nice. It's a good backup, and I guess uh, there's Mud Hen games uh, Saturday and Friday night, so they can't do that. So, so but they're going to do something in Hensville Park. So for downtown the people that don't have Toledo tickets. will be, be a little crazy. The a little chaotic days, so. this weekend. Yeah, but uh, no, no, enough of the hockey, of the I hockey. guess. This but, isn't uh, a hockey podcast. It could be. It could be. No, I think there is one actually. I think Frank does one. All right, he started one. I'm not sure if he still does it, but uh, there you go. You can search the iHeart Radio app for uh, hockey podcasts. They're on there. I'm sure, you'll find one. Back to uh, last weekend's uh, action. Uh, the uh, All-Star Circuit of Champions uh, were at Attica Raceway Park on Friday night. And uh, point leader Aaron Rutzel took the lead just past halfway through the feature to pick up uh, the feature win there. It was his first ever victory at uh, Attica. Rusty Slank had a pretty uh, uh, good night. He picked up uh, another 
UMP late model uh, feature win. Paul Weaver uh, used the high side and uh, won the, the 305 feature. So, Rusty, Rusty Schlink had a good weekend. Uh, two firsts and three thirds, five nights. I thought he had some seconds. Or I'm sorry, seconds. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. I wasn't questioning you. I just thought yes, it was you were. Okay. Um, All-Star Circuit Champions were supposed to be at Wayne County on Saturday night. That was canceled because of rain. Fremont Speedway. Well, oh, falling. Scott, you're sinking. I'm sinking. These are our expensive racing chairs. Uh, we'll we'll um, requisition a couple new ones. Thank you. <laughs> this one might need some, uh, some Ron Miller race car service. I think we're good now, as long as we don't go flat again. Uh, Fremont. Speedway. I uh, mentioned earlier they uh, washed out on Saturday, but they tried like hell to get the show in on Sunday, and they did for the most part. Right. But uh, it was the return of the All-Star Circuit of Champions, first time since, what was it, 2015? I think it was? Yes. Three or four yeah, years? Yeah, they, they were, a little they falling were, they out were never coming back. And they did. As, as we've reported on the show before, forever is not as long no. as it used to be. It's like when you retire. <laughs> When a race car driver retires, it's usually for a week. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, had a, a rain delay after the heat races of about three hours. So that probably would, would have sucked. You know, those guys traveled a long way, and I don't. I think they respected the fact that they were going to get that, that show the track in no matter what. Made every effort they could to get it in. Especially uh, with how far them guys travel around. Yeah. Oh, you know, absolutely. When you're in town, you just want to race. That's Any it. racer just wants to go race. Three-hour delay, <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, we'll wait. We're already here, unloaded. Doesn't matter. And they didn't get the race Saturday night, so they're probably, right. probably itching to get some laps in. Uh, they got they got the track uh, run back in, and uh, Aaron Rutzel again picked up his second win of the weekend. Uh, winning the uh, dirt truck, or actually the dirt truck B-Main and the feature are going to be made up at a later date because uh, I guess it got pretty late there. Right. So. Congratulations to Mark Kackenmeister in the 911 truck winning his his heat race and uh, I guess looking really good doing it. Wow. That I, truck coincidentally was built by Ron Miller Race was Cars. Was it really? <laughs> Does it have your name on the side of it too? Yeah, it did as a matter okay. of fact. Flat no, nothing self-serving about that. No. <laughs> oh, that's good. Flat Rock Speedway... Uh, had some action Saturday night, one of the uh, few, if maybe the only Saturday night within the uh, immediate area that got some racing in. They did have a 45-minute uh, rain delay there on Saturday night, but uh, once they got that in, Harold Fair uh, Jr. was able to score his second Joy Fair Memorial 100 win. Uh, I guess uh, they only had like two cautions, and the race, the 100-lap race took like 29 minutes. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, Rob Randa was the uh, Street Stock A-Main winner, and Kyle Worley won the uh, B-Main for the Street Stocks. Uh, figure eight cars weren't there, I don't think, were they? No, I don't believe so. I don't think they were on the schedule. No. So Otherwise, Dennis Wisman, Wisman would have another one. Won, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Figured that's where you're going with that. Mentioned uh, last uh, weekend, or last uh, show, that the three-night Show Me 100 was canceled after storm damage at Lucas Oil Speedway, right. Wheatley, uh, Missouri. Wheatland. Wheat, yeah, wheat. I like Wheatley. It sounds better. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to eat my Wheaties. Uh, they could not find a uh, suitable three-night uh, makeup event to be able to make up uh, that show. So what they did was they announced the 13th annual CMH Diamond Nationals will now be two nights, July 13th and 14th, uh, with both nights paying 15000 to win. Whew. Yeah. 
So that's uh, they just added a night to that, and the best they can do. Yeah, you, you only got so many nights in a in a year, and we've used a fair amount yeah. of them already, Scott. <laughs> so I, I guess that's it rain. Cool. This weekend, uh, Lucas Oil Late Models are at Magnolia Motor Speedway for the Clash at the Mag. That's actually tonight uh, through uh, Saturday, Mississippi. Uh, yes, I do believe. I think. MS, yeah, MS yep. is Mississippi. MO is Missouri. I get those confused. I need to go back to school and learn my postal codes or postal uh, abbreviations, state abbreviations. You don't want to go back to school. No, it's I a don't. mess now. It's <laughs> a mess. You don't want to be there. All righty. Um, There'd be another school shooting. 17 <laughs> year old uh, Gio Selzy beat out Kyle Larson to win his second World of Outlaw, Ener- or World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint event of the year. Friday night, the dirt track at Charlotte. Logan Schuchart uh, nursed a uh, used-up right rear tire for the win Saturday night at Charlotte. And uh, did you hear about the, the race on Memorial Day between uh, Christopher Bell? Did you see what happened? No. I, I, I might have missed that. You missed that? That's pretty good. Uh, Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson battled uh, for the lead Monday at Lawrenceburg uh, Speedway in Indiana. Bell led much of the race, and uh, uh, he ended up uh, tumbling into turn one with uh, Kyle Larson on his inside uh, getting the lead there. Really? He jumped like uh, the cushion there. It was kind of a strange deal. So Kyle Larson went on to uh, pick up A little bit of that. finger pointing? I don't, it wasn't the, too much. I mean, it was. It's a sprint car. You're going to yeah. go on your lid. Yeah, it was, I don't, they both kind of went to the same point to enter turn one, and it didn't work out well for Bell. Let's just put it that way, unfortunately. So, a uh, tough night for him, but uh, Larson did uh, pick up that win. Weekend after he wrecked, uh, what, uh, Saturday or Sunday night at uh, Charlotte. Yeah, Coca Cola 600. Uh, Which was actually a pretty good race. Was it? I watched some of it off and on. Yeah. This, uh, this weekend, the World of Outlaw sprints are at. Uh, the Nashville, actually. They put dirt down, didn't they? Yeah. On the uh, fairground speedway there for the uh, Music City Outlaw Nationals. That's uh, tomorrow and uh, Saturday. They're also racing Tuesday next week at Fairbury Speedway, Illinois. Okay. So you got a Tuesday race there. ARCA was in action on uh, Thursday a week ago. General Tire 150 at uh, Charlotte. Ty Majeski was the winner of that after Michael Self dominated most of the race. It was uh, Majeski's first ARCA win. Next up is uh, Pocono tomorrow at 5.30, Friday. I keep forgetting people don't always listen to us live, so I have to say Friday at uh, 5.30 on Fox Sports 2. That would be Friday, May 31st. Oh, well, there you go. Somebody could be listening to this in 2021. So it was and 2019. Will, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Tyler Reddick survived the uh, heat to dominate the Alsco 300. Is that what they call that? For the Xfinity Series, Charlotte. On, and that was uh, a pretty good race. I didn't see any of that either. I was, uh, what was I doing? I wasn't racing because everything you, got canceled. Um, weren't you oh, I was out mowing the lawn, I think. Really? I forgot the race was on. Oh, Crazy stuff. Uh, Martin Truix was the Coca-Cola 600 winner on Sunday night. Uh, again, uh, both the Xfinity and Cup Series are Pocono this weekend. Uh, Xfinity, 1 o'clock on uh, Fox Sports 1, and uh, Sunday for the Cup Series, 2 o'clock on FS1. 
Yep, so I, was that was that race? Uh, wasn't it good? I missed. Yeah, it really. I saw was, bits so, and pieces of the six hundred. Yeah. I was trying to watch the hockey game at the same time. They had uh, a record number of cautions. They guys kept popping right front tires. I did see a lot of cars hitting. The, I wasn't really yeah. listening, but I was kind of seeing a bunch of cars with the the right, right sides all smashed in because yeah. they went up and hit the wall. Um, but that kept the the pack really close and. I, I guess if you have a lot of cautions, maybe the racing's okay, and maybe that's what NASCAR's been trying to get. I don't know. All right. But, uh, but, but it really was. It was good close racing. Did you watch any of the uh, Indy 500? Oh, yeah. Did you? Yeah. What would you think of that? That was a great nap. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I thought the last uh, few, ra- the few laps were pretty good. Yeah, pretty were. exciting there. They were. Um, it was Pretty exciting as far as Indy 500 Did races go. Did you see go. the crowd, Scott? They estimated over 300,000 people. Well, they usually, and it still wasn't sold out. Right, but Because it was blacked out in Indianapolis, and that was a big story. Yeah, but that's that's ginormous, man. Yeah. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. It's an event. Not everybody's there just for the race, though. Right. They're just there because it's, it's, the it's Kentucky, an event. It's the Kentucky Derby. It's yeah. an event. You just... But, uh, yeah, the race wasn't uh, too bad. There was a lot of uh, passes for the lead, uh, Simon Pagano. And Alexander Rossi uh, kept swapping the lead back and forth uh, within the last 10 laps there, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was like they were drafting, slingshotting by each other. And Danica Patrick finally found her niche. She's not a bad commentator. I don't not know. a great racer, but she... Not a great racer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But damn, she did okay in the booth. I guess you, you're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. Uh, so, sorry, uh, Danica. I'm sorry, hon. Pat, yeah, she's not coming on the show now. Pagano went on to pick up his first uh, Indy 500 win. This weekend, they're up in Detroit, Belle Isle, uh, Saturday and Sunday, two races, both of them at 3 o'clock on NBC. And I saw something where the people are protesting up there because uh, Belle Isle gets messed up for like a month to for race setup and tear down. Preparation yeah. and tear down, yeah. And they want, it's our park, we need this land. But uh, yeah, okay. Grand Prix brings in quite a, quite a bit of uh, commerce, Money. I think, to that uh, area. And Detroit kind of needs it. so They're doing okay. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of news stories. Eldora announced after 35 years of paying 50000 to win the King's Royal this year, the race will pay. Just a slight increase. A buck seventy-five. $175,000. Now, where did that How come do you from? go from 50000 to $175,000? Jeez. Tony's got a lot of money, I yeah. guess. Now, now, they didn't say what everything else Mm-mm. was going to pay. No, was, just was said second the, place still going to be like I don't know twenty five grand. I don't know. Um, pretty sure for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, I'd dump my grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big change in pay. That's Substantial increase there. I don't know if maybe they're trying to uh, keep up with the the thing going on at Mansfield this weekend. You know that pays a hundred thousand on Saturday night. You no, know, I don't know. It's like who's. Whose is bigger? Whose wallet? Yes. Yeah. Yes, wallet. That's what I was talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Tony wins that. You one. think so? <laughs> All right. I, I just read this this afternoon. I thought this was interesting and also annoying at the same time. Cool. We strive to we strive to be yeah. annoying. A dude named Alex uh, Bergeron. Bergeron. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. He won the 2019 iRacing World of Outlaw Sprint Car title. Yeah, wait, wait, this is what he gets, though. According to the official uh, World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink uh, sprints, uh, Sprint Car website, he gets $10,000. He 
a championship trophy, and he's going to be flown to the World of Outlaw Finals at the uh, dirt track at Charlotte in November, and he's going to be uh, honored during their awards banquet for the regular World of Outlaws. Really? And I think he gets to drive a World of Outlaws sprint car, too, like a real one. Whoa. All for playing on his computer, and he gets $10,000 for that. I don't know if this kid is – I'm annoyed because I think this kid is really smart because he's making more than I'll ever make while I'm throwing all this money at a bomber. Ten grand. Oh, yeah, ten grand. And, and he got – and he gets – And uh, I think I read that, like, the second – this is for their little championship deal, uh, points uh, championship. I think the second place guy got, like, 4,000 and third place was, no, like, No, I wonder 000. if he just has to putter around the track in a 410 sprint or if he really gets to race it. No, he doesn't get to race. He just gets – I don't, I don't think he gets to race it, but he gets to. He might get to open push, it up, push it off, push it yeah. off, and it's probably just laps. like it's just like <laughs> doing it on your computer. Yeah, it's a couple parade laps. So, uh, Dan or Dean uh, says the Indy was a hell of a lot better than. Could be, could be. Okay. So uh, we have Brandon Ger- Gregory in the studio with us uh, this week. Uh, we've been a few weeks since we had somebody in the studio. I was like, man, we gotta get somebody in the studio. We've been. Just, Doing too many uh, phone interviews. So, uh, Brandon, all the way in from Renzi, you said. Uh, Just outside, yeah, on the Ohio side. So, uh, how many races have you uh, lost so far this year? None, surprisingly. <laughs> That's a pretty good record. <laughs> yeah, so far. Yeah. I it, wish uh, I would have rather lose and got some more races in, though. <laughs> you well, know, you spend all winter building these cars, you want to race them, you don't want to leave them sitting in the garage. Now, you're a sports, you race in the sportsman class at uh, Oakshade Raceway. Uh, before we talk more about that, let's uh, tell us how how you got started in racing. I know it's in your family and everything, but uh, what what did you get started in? When did you get started? Um, when I was eighteen, I had bought a bomber. Um, I only ran it once, and then uh, I was young and dumb and quit my job and couldn't pay for the racing at that time. So I ended up selling that, and then uh, I was afraid you were going <laughs> to tell us you decided you couldn't live off the bomber winnings. No, no, can't even do that. Definitely can't do that. How, how many years you uh, run the bomber? Uh, I only ran one race. Oh, actually. just one race? Yep, yep. I ran one race, and uh, me and Dad got into a little confrontation. Like I said, I was young, dumb, and uh, that was it with that. And then um, I kept, you know, helping my brother and helping my dad work on their cars, you know, since I was little. So it's been what I did all the time. And then uh, uh, Matthew Chapman's first year in sportsman, actually, I was sitting there watching him win all in races, and I don't know, it just set a fire under me, and I was like, you know what, I can do that. So that finally... I see you got his shirt on. Finally put me uh, put me over the edge, and that winter I went and found a sportsman, uh, found an old rocket out in Wisconsin, and we, me and Dad made a trip down there and picked that up. And Why don't you tell our listeners who Dad is and uh, my, Yeah, my dad's Bob Gregory, uh, my brother, BJ. Uh, and, and they've both raced... Yep. extensively in in this area yeah dad uh moved his way up from bombers uh i think his first year in sportsman would have been somewhere probably around the 2006 range maybe that sounds right maybe right around there um but our, our first bomber that we built uh, dad we went and got a monte carlo from a from a parking lot somewhere and drove it home and pulled did the, it in the, did the people know that they <laughs> did, <laughs> no, donated? yeah they knew i, I think okay. i think it was some uh, little back dealer somewhere and uh we pulled it in the garage and cut the roof off it and slapped a cage down in it and uh went racing you know that was that was the bomber back in the day and uh 
we just kept evolving from there and dad got his first sportsman and bj uh was playing and dad's old bomber he had bought it from him and you know we've just kept going up and moving up and then you know recently we've really started to make some big headway with learning some more things we've always kind of done our own setups and done our own scaling for the most part and on bodies and stuff like that and you know you just never quit learning especially with shock technology nowadays true story there it's just it's just overwhelming sometimes you know you almost need all these things that the your touring guys got you know spring smashers and shock dinos and you know that's you see guys like that rolling and you wonder well, where'd they find that speed you know i race here every week i can't find that right well that's where you know just the well just this little bit of tweak here and this little bit of tweak there and next thing you know they're you know beating everybody and it's like you guys don't even race here how'd you figure that out so quick you know so you're the the youngest of of the gregory's yep i'm i'm the baby uh my brother's four years older than me i'm 27 so he's uh he's getting to be an old man up there now i keep giving him giving him shit about it you know and how uh how long have you been uh running a sportsman uh this is my fourth season this season yep uh i ran my full first season i was rookie of the year uh second season i built my new car uh, I had some trials and tribulations with that, and then uh, I ended up stepping out of the car uh, about halfway through the season. I was in the middle of buying a house and all that good stuff going on. It's funny on. the way life gets in the way sometimes, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, silly idea. I should have yeah. just bought a bigger trailer or something. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, BJ, uh, my brother, I let him climb down in it. I said, look, you know, you be financially financially responsible for the car, and you can run it, you know, and we had it we had it tuned in pretty good he went out and won uh four out of seven nights that he ran it so uh it was he's got you know way more years under my his belt driving than i did at that time and um finally last year got my first feature win got another one there toward the end of the year and i hurt my motor and borrowed dad's motor and it didn't like that so we had some changing figuring out to do and then this year, uh, she's pretty dialed in, so we're hoping for a real good year this year. So does Bob have any hopes of or aspirations of ever hopping in a car again? Uh, he's actually got back in. He's back in his sportsman. We really? Put it, yep. We put it back together uh, his first night. He ran the first night. Okay. So he's. Uh, we're trying to get his car dialed in for him and uh, get all the little bugs worked out. It's been sitting for two years, and we've made some big changes on it you know things that we've learned on my car and trying to apply a little bit of that technology into his car so uh bj's actually getting hopefully his sportsman will be ready um for next weekend for i was gonna say so back. we will be seeing a, a gregory trifecta all trifecta. three of us all three of us yeah. <laughs> has that happened before no this no will be the first this all three will be me and dad my first year we ran together um obviously it was my rookie year and i've never drove anything so I wasn't really competitive with dad. He was up front, you know, and I was out back trying to trying to make laps. And then uh, so me and BJ have never raced together and other than go karts or playing around, you know, in backyard stuff. So it ought to be uh, it ought to be a pretty interesting season, to say the least. You know, uh, we're all pretty fast now. So I, I think mom's going to be a little more concerned in the stands watching us race. than who's she going to be rooting for? that that i mean i don't think as she's rooting for whoever wins i think (laughs) i can tell you there's nothing better and there's nothing worse than racing with family oh yeah there's a few times absolutely there's a few times the rookie year that me and dad got close together when we were racing and i seen him he was usually coming around me and it was like oh you know pull away don't want to wreck into family you know you don't want to tear up two cars in the same house so 
that would be a little bit different there. Kind of have you race everybody else different other than than the family, right? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a little different this year. I think uh, it's going to be uh, everybody for themselves. You know, obviously you don't ever want to wreck your stuff. You know, because if I wreck into you, that costs me money as well as you money, and nobody nobody likes that. You know, radiators aren't cheap, parts aren't cheap, fans, belts, tires, rims. But if you want a good price, Ron Miller Race Cars place That's to it. go. We're talking with Brandon Gregory. Brandon, um, have you guys had that discussion in the shop that it's every man for themselves, or that's you, you've you've had the meeting that every you, you race every, your your race family probably cleaner than everyone else? Or? Well, uh, you know, yeah, me me and BJ we joke around a lot about you know what we're gonna do. You I'm know, gonna just, dump you. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, some some garage talk, but you know, when it comes down to it, yeah, I mean, I I, I definitely don't want to ball you know up with my brother or my dad you I know understand. that's don't you don't want to go home and not only you know me and him being mad at each other but you know we both are trying to put our cars back together you know you just you just don't want to do that but for the most part it is pretty much you know you know we all help each other out and you know if somebody's stuff gets tore up you know we're family that's you know that's and how it is you know way. but uh other than that you know i know i'm trying to help dad get his car rolling he he was pretty good the first night i think he won his heat race and finished fourth in the feature but uh, i think it was a little more uh driver was out of gas than the car was out of gas so much <laughs> so he was he was pretty tired there he'll toward toughen the end. up yeah he'll get back in the rhythm um you know it's just being out of the car for two years you know it's it's hard to get back in it the pace has changed sure and, you know it was a bit and the of cars a, feel different and it was a bit of a treacherous track there the first night. It was had a lot of character in it, so I know uh, I know I was some finding of that some character of that. came home, and I had to wash it off. Uh, <laughs> I, I was debating whether it was even worth to go get uh, victory lane pictures. It was like a mud bog down there, heading back down there. Oh, car was disgusting. So were you happy we, you got the race at least though? Or oh yeah, okay. you know I, well you won. So I mean obviously <laughs> uh, we were all itching too. You know, been a long winter. I'm glad we got the first night in and. You know, just these rainouts make it uh, make it taxing on everybody. Everybody's tempers get a little shorter, you know. Especially, you know, sportsman guys, we're already fixed to one track. We really can't go nowhere else. And, you know, everybody has to race at Oakshade. That must be why Ryan Weekman declined uh, the offer to come in tonight to explain all this rain. But he said he would be coming in at some point. All what rain? Yeah. The R word? <laughs> so how much, uh, how much does uh, your dad... Uh, how much knowledge has your dad shared with you? You know, does does he keep a little bit to himself, or is he pretty much an open book when it comes to his racing knowledge? Um, dad taught me and my brother everything we know. I mean, uh, like I said, we started wrenching when we were little kids. So you know, growing up, that's it was him. He was teaching us what what we were doing, and you know, we I think that we have gotten to the point where me and BJ uh, we're starting to learn a little bit more outside the box. You know, not that we have more knowledge than dad but you know just different so some things. of that knowledge starting to come back from you guys to yeah it's, to start, it's starting to trickle back okay. a little bit you know i mean obviously he's older and wiser so he'll probably always figure something out but yeah i would be a freaking genius <laughs> right scott <laughs> go ahead go ahead say it i didn't say anything <laughs> so oh, that'd be pretty cool getting to race you know both your brother and, and your your dad is there any uh, uh it is raining out oh it guns. is yeah uh <laughs> Is there any uh, standing orders, uh, you know, if all three of you are racing for the lead that, uh, oh, we got to let dad win or, you know, or is it, it like you said, everybody nope. for themselves? Every, everybody for themselves. Uh, 
I don't I don't think I could ever let anybody win. I and I wouldn't want anybody to let me win. You know, it's if you're not earning it, it's it's just not the same. So, you know, I would I would never, you know, I mean, if it's points night and I have to win to win the points and they don't have a shot, then all right, maybe give me a little break, but other than that, no, you know, we don't want to I don't want to taint, you know, taint any uh any race wins, you know. I don't no wanna, team orders. No no team orders. Everybody everybody's their own person in that car and even if we did talk about it, once you're in there and you're battling for the lead, I don't think you could uh stop yourself, you know. All right, again, we're talking to uh, Brandon Gregory, sportsman racer at uh, Oakshade Raceway. Actually, all the Gregories can be racing in, in the sportsman class. Yeah. So, will we see uh, everybody out there this weekend, assuming uh, we actually get to race? Well, sportsmen don't race this weekend, so. Oh, you're right. Yep. My bad. Yep. No, no. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we're going to go over what's uh, coming up this weekend. Yeah. Apparently, I wasn't thinking there. The I forgot about that. Be yeah. there. Well, okay, what about uh, the following week? Uh, what was that? The um, that that's the game plan. Uh, me and Dad's cars are sitting there waiting to go racing again, and uh, we're trying to get BJ's car all buttoned up. We're getting ready to hang the doors and quarters on it, get the body all put on it. So hopefully everything should be done as long as we don't run into any uh, issues with his car. So okay. should have all three of us there in two weeks. So uh, do you run any other tracks? Or You said uh, we were talking before uh, we came on the air that you did throw some uh, late model tires on and, and went somewhere. Yeah, my first uh, first year in my new car, uh, we uh, threw some big American Racer late models on there, and we went up to uh, Crystal once. It was a interesting night. <laughs> rack was rack was had some issues, and I had never ran that track, and it was a brand new car. I just built it over the winter and never drove it. It was only my second year racing, so... We almost made the show up there, even with the broken rack, but it was uh, giving me some fits. You know, you'd go down the corner and it turned, and then it hit something to lock up, and it wouldn't turn no more. And then it, you'd force it, and it catch and go a little farther, and it was just a pain. And motor wasn't running right. And I had to do a little carburetor tweaking and plugs and stupid stuff like that. We did. It was a last minute decision. We went up there with duct tape numbers on. I mean, <laughs> I think some something got canceled that I wanted to go like testing or something. I was like, well, let's just go racing. Let's just go forget it you know it but, gets uh, better <laughs> yeah maybe we'll be a little more prepared one of these times to do it the problem is just you know putting them them bigger tires on the cars that's that's what really keeps all the sportsman guys stuck at oak shade you know plus we weigh more so if you're gonna go somewhere it's like well you gotta pull lead off or you're gonna go in 300 pounds heavier than anywhere else you know and it's we got a bigger we got motor problem motor uh loss you know over these late model guys you know we just can't we don't have the horsepower to hang on, especially if you find some bite. Now, you know, you go to a drier track like Oak Shader, maybe even Crystal in mid-July, you might be all right. But, you know, you go somewhere, it's got some moisture in it, and we're just going to flat out get out motored. I still think you should put uh, some of those late model tires on, bring it to uh, the Hammerdown Race Report Dirty 30. October 3rd, Sandusky Speedway. <laughs> Actually, all three of the Gregories. There you go. Nah. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. Maybe around that time, if we're all together, there might be some itch going on. You know, right. we'll be out of racing for a couple of weeks. Everybody will be thinking about trying to go somewhere. <laughs> Brandon, I will guarantee that, if nothing else, you'll have a lot of fun at that race. Oh yeah. And, and like I said, I, I'm anticipating a, a good payoff. So, yeah, it's going to be a good day. Dad, we uh we've been down there. We've been down for the hangover race a few times. Yeah, me racing too. or just uh, hanging out. Um, BJ had take took his old bomber down there years ago. I mean, we were talk 
talking before 2004. Okay. I mean, this was like 2001. And then uh, uh, Dad, that bomber that I had, we had it all ready. It was sitting there in the shop, and Dad decided we were going to go down there for the hangover race, and we put him in that, and he ended up winning the whatever class it was that we ran, those champagne, champagne stocks right or whatever. Up, yeah. He won it down there. It was a snow. It was a whiteout. You couldn't Moonshine. even see couldn't your, even your see champagne him. yeah couldn't even see him going down the back stretch it was a white car and it was snowing so hard going on the back stretch you lost him somehow he ended up winning it you know yeah but uh yeah we've been down there for that and it's it's a good time it's just a bit cold <laughs> well <laughs> and hopefully you. it'll be a little warmer october 3rd i yeah well with the way the weather's going it might be like summer like down there that time of year who knows maybe yeah summer will be arriving in october this year i think <laughs> we can only hope uh, any uh, any plans to ever uh, move up to a, a full blown late model or maybe even to, uh, do some open wheel racing? Um, honestly, yeah. I mean, I'd I'd love to get behind the wheel of a late model. You know, it's just about it's about the money. You know, I mean, I don't want to go up with. Equipment. It's about the money as far as being able to afford it, not the money that you're going to win. Right, right, right. Yep. Yeah, just the uh, the afford to be competitive. You know, I don't. I, I don't want to go up and not be able to be competitive because of I don't have the money to put tires on or, you know, I don't have enough, uh, you know, shock capability or whatever the case may be. You know, that's I want to if I do it, I'd like to do it the right way, you know, and, you know, not that I'd be there forever on my own dime. It It's just it's just too much money to run at that level for myself, you know, now. Hopefully, maybe one day we get some help from somebody, but you know, there's never, never any guarantee on that. So, Brandon, talking about getting help, uh, any sponsors you want to talk about? Oh, of course. Uh, I hate to hate to send you home <laughs> and, and and offend the sponsors. Oh no, no. Uh, I like to thank uh, Eminem Photography. Um, well, I was for, I was thinking Eminem. So I have an ooh, urge ooh, for yeah. chocolates. <laughs> they uh, they do good work. She is a good family friend of mine, um, and they take amazing pictures. They do weddings and everything you could think of whatever you know uh you just want some pictures of the family give them a call um also uh team nelson uh they do tree work and uh land work um good guys they do great work fantastic they're real good with uh keeping their product clean keeping the ground clean after they're done give and them a with call. all the storms we've been having yep. they, i'll bet they've been relatively busy oh uh, yeah uh, he's a relatively new company and uh he's uh He's pretty busy from what I hear. He I would assume they're licensed and, and yep. insured. So. Licensed and insured. It's all good company. Look them up. Uh, they got a Facebook page, Team Nelson. Um, of course, Warpaint for always making graphics, whether they're there on time or not. They always look sweet. <laughs> he always does a good job at that. Um, then there's always uh, Dan Wallace, WRP. Um, get all my parts through him. He's my parts guy. He does good knowledge helps you out whatever he can do for you he tends to uh do a real good job of trying to do his best and then uh you got ccr chris keller up there uh do a lot with him um not so much these days he's pretty busy but uh we usually talk once in a while here and there to i like to bounce things off him and my first couple cars he helped me do the bodies on them get them the way i wanted them and he does phenomenal work up there so anybody needs uh, some machine work or uh, race car work, get a hold of Chris Keller. All right. Is that all the sponsors? That's it. That's pretty That's good. It. Really did that without even looking at a car, <laughs> having to read them off of there. What What is it uh, that you like most about racing? Uh, there's just something about when you shut that visor and roll on the track. You know, you just, uh, nothing matters anymore. You know, what's what, what you're doing at that point in time. You know, you don't worry about going to work on Monday or, 
worry about the bills you got to pay the next week. You know, there's just there's nothing it's else that matters. You know, you just <laughs> shut the visor and it goes quiet in your head and just uh, the adrenaline, man. You know, you get out of the car and you're shaking. You know, I mean, you see guys been racing for 20 years. They get out of the car and they're still jacked. You know, it's just there's just something about you. You're always competing, always. Yeah, you? I see you get out of your car and you're like, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't think I've seen that. No. Nah. Okay. Scott, you and I have talked about it before, though. Um, he's right, though. He's absolutely yeah. right. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of times when, you know, somebody wants to talk about a problem with their car, and I'm having problems with mine, and you know, just you're, you're wound up, and you climb in the car, you flip that ignition switch, and everything is good. Yeah, it's, a, it's the first chance you've had all night to relax. And, and you know what's better? At the end of the race, when you're the first guy to get that checkered flag. Oh, that's that's a great feeling. <laughs> I've only got to experience that a few times. Yeah, but you've done it. Just a few. I prefer to do more. But uh, tell us speed, about uh, speed costs money. How fast yeah, do you want exactly. to go, Scott? That's my problem. <laughs> I work in radio. That's, how much can I? How much speed can I afford? You're doing well with what you've got, dude. <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> So uh, tell us about uh, the the one race that we've actually got in at uh, Oakshade that you pretty much uh, dominated there. Yeah, we uh, we unloaded and uh, pretty much cars for the most part the same. I made some shock changes. Uh, Kenny down at B and O uh, worked through Dan with him and uh, made some made some improvements to my existing package that I used to ran, uh, aka Dad shocks. He took those back, so <laughs> I had to. Uh, had to get some new ones, and I had a set sitting there, but I just had to send them down and get them all done. Um, but I made some upgrades on those, so we were hoping to unload close to what it was last year, and it was better than what it was, so that was always a good feeling. And uh, usually my car, it's not it's not the fastest thing in the heat race. That high side up there just gets real marbly and real dusty during the day. And uh, for whatever reason, it was it was real good in the heat race, and... We pulled away pretty good and got that done, and then uh, drew fours all night. I rolled in and pulled a four for the heat race, and then I rolled in and I pulled a four for the feature. So I was like, I don't know what's going on with these fours, but I guess all right. And uh, I set sail and tried to miss the bumps. Uh, first couple laps, I was pretty. Uh, it was pretty hard. I was hitting some rough, hitting some rough stuff, just timing my throttle and brake wrong, getting off a little early, not picking it up soon enough, and then. Uh, was that some off-season rust trying yeah. to shake off? Yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't uh, I wasn't as comfortable, you know, as you are at the end of the season with getting it in deep down in there. You know, when you got that rut entered into one like it was, you had to really drive in past the rut before you could get the car to rotate because as soon as you come off the gas, you just bottom the cross member right out through that stuff. And then there was that weird curb rut going down the back stretch. That one was really – that one was interesting because I like to drift the car out to the wall out there and – Right, that curb was right, right in my drift path, and I either had to miss it or I had to split it, and I found it was better to miss it. Trying to split it, I kept hitting it and I'd banging off the rev chip, and it upset the car. Pick the left front up, start driving toward the opening, coming into three, and it's like man. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it it was it was pretty smooth, you know. I mean, uh, Dad won his heat race too, so we both won our heat races, backed him in, and ground some tires put some fuel on them went again he ended up fourth and i i won so i mean we unloaded saturday and sunday it was it was pretty dang good night you know i mean you can't really complain dad's first night back in two years and first night overall and we 
win and a fourth and two heat race wins. So we were we were overall pretty happy. We got some good good dad on dad's car too. So did he t- get some notes from uh, you? Yeah, we um we did we we did some some uh, unique setup under the car that a little bit of a uh, little bit of swapping off mine some some tuning and uh, with some original rocket stuff and uh, it worked out pretty good but we got a good good start to uh, do some tweaking on that thing and see if we can get her going better so uh, BJ's pretty much just giving me an open book on his car so we're gonna we're gonna that's gonna be my little bit of a kind of a test car I'm gonna really throw some stuff at that and see what it can do uh that was my old car so i know a bit bit about what it likes you know so other than uh than your dad is uh there any other racers that you kind of look up to um yeah i mean you know i i've always been a bloomquist fan myself uh he's just he's an innovator of the sport you can't deny that to anybody you know i mean the guy builds his own stuff and hangs with you know xr1s who sell thousands a year across the country you know, and they got so much data acquisition coming in from racers all over the country, you know, and then, uh, you know, Chris Keller, he's, he's, uh, he's good. I look up to him, you know, he's a good racer. He's always been a real good racer. And like I said, he does fantastic work. You know, his, his attention to detail is phenomenal. That's, that's, that's what sets him apart, you know? Um, and of course, yeah, definitely my father, you know, I've always looked up to him. He's, he's taught me everything I know. So, I wouldn't be where I am without him and my family and, you know, my girlfriend and the support they give me. So, Cool. So uh, the rest of this season, uh, I'm assuming you're you're shooting for that uh, points championship in the sportsman class at Oakshade, right? Yeah, we're going for it. Um, you know, I think you kind of unload every year with that, with that thought. But that was over the winter. That was where I was at. You know, I knew that we ended the last season in a pretty good spot as far as me as a driver in the car. And uh, that's that was the goal, the the big headstrong goal going into the season was. Where'd you end up uh, in points last year? Uh, I was fifth. Okay. I was fifth. Uh, yeah, fifth or fourth? Fifth. I think I was fifth. Either way, top five. Yeah, it was top five. Was that the the best you've been in the points then? Yep. Yep. That was my best points finish. Uh, I was rookie of the year my first yeah. year. I think I finished eleventh in points. Um, but yeah, last year was my best overall points season. Uh, two wins uh top five in points i think i had like 11 top five finishes and i know i i had some overheating issues last year i had like three or four nights that i had pulled off because i got the motor too hot with that that weird marble we had last year just plugged up the radiator Mm -hmm. and uh we had a few weeks trying to figure that out and i know i pulled off about at least three of them so overall out of 15 nights i had three dnfs i think i had one top 10 rest of them were top fives and feature wins so who do you think your biggest uh, competitor is going to be in that uh, point championship this year well um i mean you got definitely i think who are you, who are you most worried about i guess well you got there's a few there's about there's about six guys that you know can can get it done on any given week you know you got joel morton he uh he's looking good in his new car we'll see if he can get her dialed in a little more and then obviously my dad, my brother, uh, my BJ's always had just a little bit of that uh, crazier edge on him, so he'll he'll do whatever it takes to try and get. But the he's win. he's going to be at least uh, one race weekend short. Yeah, points. so was Matthew last year. 
Well, that's oh, true. Good yeah. point. <laughs> so you, you never know. You know, uh, all it takes is some bad luck on the guys that made the first night, and next thing you know, he's in the he's in the hunt. You know. You know, Mike Jessen is always tenacious. Yeah, Mike. Mike's always uh, he's always one of them guys where he might not win every week, but he's up there in the top five yeah. somewhere. You know. How many championships does he have? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like a. Yeah. Every year, he's. It seems he's in that uh, that hunt. Um. One last question for you, and it has nothing to do with racing. What's your favorite TV show? Uh, I don't know. Um, it's not around anymore, but I used to watch Friday Night Lights when I was younger. Football, okay. football show. I never watched that, no. but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I was a. I'm a I like that's my uh, racing and football. Those are my sports. That's how it's always been. You know. Not a hockey fan. I don't watch much hockey. Nope. Uh, I've watched a few. I think I went to a walleye game once years ago. But no, not don't watch hockey. Definitely don't watch baseball. That is, I played it, but it's very boring to watch. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's I'm a Tigers he, fan. He's not wrong. I had some Tigers tickets uh, for Saturday. Really? Yeah, I gave them away. Really? Sorry, hmm. I didn't know. <laughs> now I know. Uh, Mike Jessen, 2016 champion, 2012 champion, 2010 champion, 2008 champion. So yeah, every few years uh, Justin comes around. So don't count him out. No, you can't. And then he, and I, I mean, think he finished uh, second this year too to Chapman, didn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, he was. That was second. close. Yeah. Yeah, he um, was. Yeah, I don't think he got any wins last year, but he was just yeah. so consistent. You know, consistent. he was in the top five every night, and you know that's that's just that you know you don't got to go out there and set the world on fire, you know, and win every night. I mean, don't get me wrong, it it helps a lot, but you know, I mean, consistency, you know, if if you're not winning, you need to be in the top 5. You know well, I mean? you are the point leader and uh you have uh all the wins so far this year, all one of them. So, <laughs> and uh, with the way things are are looking, that may be it for the rest of the season, you know, you don't let's, know. Let's let's hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> Brandy Gregory, uh, thanks again for uh, coming in, and uh, we wish you the best uh, for the rest of the season. Good luck, and uh, we'll we'll hopefully see you out there in a couple weeks. Hopefully, and uh, thanks for having me here. Yeah. Well, we're not quite done though, so stick around. <laughs> uh, last week we played how many? Uh, how many All Stars are going to be at uh, Fremont on Sunday? Yeah, we were all wrong. Kathy was the closest though. She she guessed thirty seven. We all were higher than that. Uh, the actual is twenty seven. That was. That was a lot less than what... Yeah, well, the weather didn't look the greatest either, so that probably didn't help much. This week, um, how many sprints uh, are going to be at uh, Mansfield on Saturday for the uh, Sprint Car World Championship? None. That's your guess, officially? You going on record with that? Yeah. Okay. You may be right. Actually, that's probably not a bad guess. (laughs) Ryan Weekman's uh, weekend weather pit stop is coming up. A little bit of a spoiler there. Uh, Brandon, how many do you think? Uh, I really have no idea. Either. I'm I'm the same way with Ron. I don't I don't think they're going to get it in. I don't think anything around here is going to get it in. I'll give you one then, because he already picked zero. There you so. go. Really, he, we should have had him choose first since he's the guest. Okay. So you have to choose something else. We'll give him zero. Well, if I can't have zero, I'm going to take my marbles and go home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll give you a DNS. How's that? Yeah, yeah. fine. All right. I'll say, uh, well, what do you got? I think you ought to be asking how many tracks are actually going to run sale. No, we already did that. How many inches of rain we're going to get? How many inches? There you go. <laughs> how deep will you sink in in the pits? No. How, do you have a guess you want to? I have no guess. Okay. 
You get a DNQ, did not qualify. And I'll say... One. Well, anything other than zero, yeah. So I'll go with... Uh, let's say 20... No, we'll go with 47. And it's it's not an all-star show. No, but it is a 100000 to win. Yeah. So. Now, is, is any other uh, sprint series racing this weekend? No, you said Saturday. So. You said Saturday, right? Saturday. Saturday right. is what, the... What, what if they rain date it and they get in Sunday? Saturday. Okay. There's no rules. We're not winning anything for this. This isn't like the iRacing <laughs> World Scott, of Outlaw Championship Scott, that pays $10,000. If you're not first, you're last. All right. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it pays. You want to win. That's it. <laughs> Obviously, you're not the racer I thought you were. All right, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> um, before we get to uh, Ryan Weekman's weekend weather pit stop, let's tell you about the races uh, that are supposed to be coming up this week. Uh, again, tonight was uh, supposed to be night one of the Comp Cam Sprint Car World Championships at Mansfield. They uh, pulled the plug on that about an hour or so before we came on. Maybe it was a little bit more than that, but uh, I guess they had cars there, but then they had that downpour that we had probably yeah. about uh, 2, 3 o'clock this right. afternoon. Probably here in got there about yeah. 3.30. Yeah, so, and then, yeah. It, that was a monster. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, not that we need it. Well, my mud was starting to get dry, so I needed to freshen that up. Tomorrow night, hopefully uh, they get that in. That's night two of the Comp Cam's uh, Sprint Car World Championship. It's 5,000 to win tomorrow night. Pits open at 11 a.m. Can we change and, and do car, how many at Mansfield tomorrow? on Friday? All right, let's do that. Let's do it because Cause, the, cause the, I, I, spoiler alert, the uh, forecast for tomorrow seems a little better. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What, what do you, We'll do tomorrow. Go ahead, Brandon. Um, I'd probably say somewhere around 40, 45. We'll go 45. Oh, damn it. 45. We had zero, and it was easy just to put a four before it. All right, 45. <laughs> All right, Kathy? what do you? 29. 29 for Kathy. Whew. That's not a number. Yeah, uh, 36. All right, 36. So you're going a little on the low end. Then I'll go, uh, hmm, I'll go 37. Dropping it down 10 All from right. my Saturday. All right, back to uh, Friday night uh, at Mansfield. Pits open at 11, grandstands at 5, racing will start at 7. General admission tickets are $29. Lima Land is already canceled for tomorrow. Uh, so far, they've gotten zero races in this year. So June is next month, next uh, Friday, next week, week week from Friday. Uh, so they may get the season started in June. Maybe. If it, it dries out, from what I hear, it's black swamp everywhere. Toledo Speedway is scheduled to be in action uh, tomorrow night. It's the Monroe Superstore Great Clips Marco's Pizza Night of Destruction. Woohoo! So it's an interesting uh, uh, list of, of what they got in action. School bus figure eight. Right. Late model sportsman, factory stock, boat figure eight, flagpole, and Megasaurus! The fire-breathing, car-crushing dinosaur. Okay. Yeah. Pits open at four, front gates at five, racing at 7.30. Tickets are uh, 17 bucks for general admission. They do have a rain date. I don't think they'll need it, but uh, if they do get rained out tomorrow night, Sunday is when they'll... Take care of that. Yeah, they better hope they get it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was going to have our how many be how many uh, cars is uh, Megasaurus going to crush? No, I don't. But know. I think it's just one because yeah. I watched the video and he does it real slow. If he does more than one, it's going to be a long night. 
So uh, Saturday night at Oakshade Raceway, it's the uh, return of, this was even longer than the All-Stars were gone from Fremont. Right. Sprint cars coming back to Oakshade, first time since 2001, and I believe the first time ever for non-wing sprint cars mm-hmm. at Oakshade Raceway. It's the uh, Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series. Are you planning on them going just to watch, maybe? Assuming they race. If they race, I will be there. <laughs> I'm pretty excited to see that, Scott. I'm five minutes too. from the house, so I could just uh, walk down there. Yeah. <laughs> I unfortunately will not be able to see that because my plans changed last uh, Friday night when my kid made it to the state track championship. And then I found out that his event is at 530 in Columbus. Really? So it's going to make it hard to get back out to Oakshade in time. Hmm. We should be able to be there by the feature. Maybe. <laughs> What's up? What's that gig paid up to announce? At uh, the, at Columbus? No, 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 at Oakshade, oh. since you won't be there. Right? Well, I, I, hopefully Randy has that covered. Okay, I was going to say, man, the racing budget's getting yeah. a little tight. So. I know. <laughs> we haven't been. <laughs> well, you can talk to Randy, maybe fight about that. Uh, he, I could be a color commentator. Uh, along with the uh, wingless sprints, the UMP late models Yay. are scheduled uh, to be in action at Oakshade. Bombers and compact, as you mentioned, the uh, sportsmen have the weekend off. Totally forgot about that. Gates open at 4, racing at 7, $14 general admission at Oakshade. Flat Rock in action with the UAW local 3000 night, late models, street stocks, figure eights. Why don't you go try and practice for the Hammer Down uh, Racing Report Dirty 30 and uh, race up at Flat Rock? If they let me, I'd yeah, be they there. probably wouldn't do that, I'm guessing. It's going to be a retro night, actually, for the uh, figure eights up there at Flat Rock. It sounds like a pretty cool deal because I actually, and this makes me feel old, but I remember when the uh, figure eights used to do their heat races and the dash on the oval right. and just the feature in the figure eight track. Yep. They're going to be uh, doing that. And uh, I guess I read that a lot of the guys that run the figure eight series now have never raced on the oval. So it could be oh, yeah. a little strange for them. So it could be interesting. Yeah, Billy Early, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, pits open at 3 on Saturday, front gates at 430 Racing at seven, uh, fifteen dollars general admission at Flat Rock, Mansfield Motor Speedway. Night three of the Comp Cams Sprint Car World Championship uh, scheduled for Saturday night. One thousand, I'm sorry, one hundred thousand to win. Whew, it's not bad. Uh, pits will open at eleven. Grandstands at two. Racing at seven. Tickets are thirty nine bucks though for Saturday night. So Grand, grandstand admission, mm-hmm. forty bucks. General admission, get a dollar back. Okay. Sandusky Speedway, scheduled to uh, have modified, uh, 1100 to win for them. Lake Erie Stocks, Beginner Stocks, Renegades, all in action. Pits open to three, grandstands four, racing at seven. Uh, general mission is uh, just 10 bucks there at Sandusky. And Fremont is off this weekend uh, with the uh, Sprint Car World Championships. So there you go. Let's check out that uh, weekend weather uh, pit stop with Ryan Weekman. Find out uh, what the weather is going to be like at your favorite track. <laughs> Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Getting things started off, we've got a busy weekend here, and some of the races, well, the forecast looking pretty good. Others, uh, yeah, another one of those days with rain. Friday looking fantastic for Mansfield. We've got Toledo, all those races looking very good as long as the tracks are dried out in time from the thursday rainfall friday looks gorgeous with sunny skies and temperatures right near 80 degrees saturday gets a little more interesting it's going to be hot and muggy throughout the day we've got races at oakshade flat rock mansfield and sandusky 
I think we are going to deal with scattered showers and thunderstorms. There's a slight chance for rain in the morning. I think there's a better chance, though, as the day goes on and that 7 o'clock start time at all those raceways going to be a little close. I think rain will cancel, it looks like, potentially some races Saturday night. Good news is the 10-day outlook does have a drier start to the month of June overall. Hopefully that'll translate to more races in the weeks ahead. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Be sure to download that free First Alert weather app. We'll give you a heads up when the rain's coming. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. We all love the low country lifestyle, which is why we should do our best to protect it. To get insurance that helps you protect your home from whatever the low country throws at you, contact CT Lowndes and Company today. Their local agents can review your coverage to help make sure you're properly protected. CT Lounge and Company has been helping protect and insuring the Low Country since 1850. Visit ctlounds.com to learn more and request a quote. That's ctlounds.com. Next week, I believe uh, Dave Kimmer, our associate producer, uh, is working on uh, getting in uh, some quarter midget racers that race really? at the uh, uh, was it the Lucas. Uh, I've uh, got a lot of connections with those folks. Yeah. Uh, shoot, I forget the the name that he had. Uh, I got that in my email. I'll have to check that later. But uh, uh, he's working on that. We don't have that confirmed yet for next week. So uh, they race out there at the, the Lucas County Rec Center. Miranda Marsh. That might be it. I mean, the Marsh does sound familiar. Bill Marsh, their dad. Bill Marsh. Okay. Yeah. I think that was the name. Yeah. That he was yeah. Very talk good to, friends. So. Oh, well, they were, of course. They have been. Now, at they the, weren't this year, but no. they've been uh, at, at, the the, Bowling uh, Green. at the Bowling Green Mall show. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So we're working on that for next week. And maybe Ryan. Maybe we'll get Ryan Weekman in the studio. Yeah, and tell we us, need to do what that. What the hell's going on with all this rain? This is crazy. We just We've had more rainouts than races this year. Well, it's gonna turn dry one of these days and we're just not gonna get any rain. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then, then we'll we're gonna be, be whining yeah. the tracks. What happened? It's, it's dusty. so dusty. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. But at least we get the race. Yeah. And then you get people that come to you with crashed up cars. Hey, Ron, I need this. Or this part broke. I need that part. Or Dan Wallace, if you go to Dan. Yeah. Both are fine. Yeah. There's room for all of us. Absolutely. All right. I think we should wrap this up. Show number 86 in the can. 86 in the can. Yeah, we'll be back uh, next week, uh, 7 o'clock. Thursday night uh, with... uh, with, with, Probably Miranda Marsh. Yeah. Some some marsh, and hopefully we're not talking about and and, uh, and, and maybe Braden, her, her little brother. Okay, both really good racers. Okay. Did you uh, read anything or hear anything about the uh, the was it the the little five hundred? I think McCune finished like tenth. Uh, I think he yeah. finished tenth. Yeah, I forget who won at Anderson, Indiana. Can't remember. Hmm. It's too much. Too much to squeeze into an hour. That's why we went a little over. We uh. We could get him back on again one of these days, too. Yeah, we should, we should talk to them. I can do that. All right. You want to talk to him or you want me to talk to you, him? You can talk. I've been I've been so busy the past few weeks. It's really? been ridiculous. Yeah. Good I'm, f- I'm kind of glad we haven't. I wouldn't have time to work in my car. I've been so busy. Between going to hockey games, my kids' track meets, work, this show, it's crazy. Now, the big question, Uh-oh. is the boys' track meet going to get him a free ride anywhere? Or, or at least probably partial, not this year. A partial ride. Too, probably not his freshman year, but we're hoping for the the following year. He's going to UT. Okay, 
So he didn't. He's going to do uh, cross country as a walk on. Congratulations on that, Scott. Yeah. Now, were, were you involved in any sports when you were in high school? I played soccer. Okay. So this whole track stuff was new to me, but it was pretty cool at the the uh, regional final they had in Amherst. Right. He runs the mile, four laps, sixteen hundred meters. I figured this out. It took me a few uh, track meets to learn that one mile or one lap is four hundred meters. Okay. So he runs four laps, 1,600 meters, which apparently is about a mile. Uh, that's his event. He's a distance runner. And he needed to finish fourth or better to qualify for state. He started like 11th, I think. He was seated mm-hmm. 11th. And he picked up like 10 seconds over his best time. And these two guys crashed at the end. They like both fell, tripped over each other's foot. And he just finished in fourth in the final position. So All right. Cool. I got video of it, but it's pretty jerky. It's pretty bad. So, um, Yeah. Give Ron Little Race Cars a call, 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE, race cars, safety parts, safety equipment, uh, everything you need. All right, tires. Umbrellas. Umbrellas. (laughs) Boats. Do you have any boats? No, uh, I really don't. Maybe you should get into that business. I did see a picture of a uh, modified with a a boat motor in the back. That's what we need. HammerdownRaceReport.com has all the information on how you can listen to us as well as advertising information, and uh, I guess that's it. Hammerdown Racing Report Facebook page. Sign up for the uh, Dirty 30 at Sandusky. Yes, coming up October 3rd. More information on there, and uh, we'll have to sit down with uh, Chris and Doug and see if uh, they get any updates for us. That's it. As soon as they get a purse figured out, let's get them back in and... Or indoor times as far as uh, yeah. gates and uh, racing start. So yeah. I don't know if they've, they've worked that far ahead yet. With, with as many cars as we'll have, we'll probably start 8 30, 9 o'clock in the morning. Gates <laughs> will open at uh, 1 a.m. Yeah. Sounds, sounds uh, legit. We'll be Scott, back next it's week. time to go, man. 7 o'clock Thursday night. We'll see you. Until then, listen to us on iHeartRadio. Talk to you later, folks. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Hammered Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.